Shabbat Shalom. (laughs) Live long and prosper. Tupac Shakur. Nope, that was Spock. Star Trek. I know I get those mixed up all the time. The final frontier. To boldly go where no man has gone before. But actually, that's not true because the man Christ Jesus did go before. Amen. Mm-hmm. So we call that parables and riddles. Mm-hmm. The language of wisdom. Proverbs mm-hmm. 1. In the sun to have some fun and tell everyone. Yeah, people thought you got to be dumb to come up into these realms <laughs> or have a death wish. And I was like, well, <laughs> well, sm- well, just dumb enough to do it and uh, smart enough to know it's the way to go. <laughs> so... Peculiar people. Amen. You do have to be wildly in love with him and willing to give up all the earthly garbage of the seven mountains of Gehenna, which is not even a sacrifice at all. It's like, here's death, go back to hell. Amen? Amen. Sacrifice that satanic <laughs> intelligence to get some divine intelligence, which usually will start with the nonsense of the Lord and the foolishness of God, which is pure wisdom and purity. So sacrifice your satanic intelligence and walk with God. Amen. Amen. So we're going into Summer Camp 2023 tonight, and it's our last night for a week. We'll return next Thursday at, what time do we do this? Same bat time. Same bat channel. 6 p.m. Central Time. Yeah. 7 p.m. Eastern, and that is 4 p.m. West Coast. And the reason is we have a special angelic mission to New York with many confirming signs and wonders. Some may say it's a vacation. It's really not. It's a mission. It's only a vacation if you get covered in demon blood. Amen. Amen. Can I get a witness? If you read the book of Acts, I don't see any apostle getting a vacation. What they do get is a mission. And the mission is awesome. Why? Because you're doing it with Jesus for Jesus. And there's no time off from any rung Mm -hmm. under or above the sun. So we have a special mission. Mm -hmm. Going to New York City the next six days. Going to do some awesome works for Jesus Christ in that place. And if you know anything, you know NYC Mm -hmm. needs it majorly. Yeah. and Yeah. And for our prophetic people to share some of the signs and wonders. On uh, on my way over to meet up with him and get ready to come over for our last bar, last summer camp night before we take off. You know, we had the New York license plate. But what's interesting, there were two really specific license plates on this one. This was a New York one right before coming here today. Uh, but when we first got the download and we got the mission, after first receiving the mission and praying about it, you know, because we want to test everything, we don't just you know, come up with ideas. We get ideas from angelic beings and we test every angel and then we test the plan and we wait for the confirming signs and wonders. And then it always does come at least two to three minimum. And we've had just countless signs and wonders for all these things God wants to do. But the very specific one after we received this mission with confirming signs and wonders was what we left that meeting at that, that brunch meeting. And there was right around the corner, a New York license plate with the Tetragrammaton on That's it. That's right. YHVH and 23, <laughs> Psalm 23. And I was like, YHVH okay. YHVH 23. Yeah. I was like, all right, here we're going. <laughs> it's time. Yeah. Time to uh, strengthen our connection to the Holy. New York. 
uh, angel of Shekinah and the Holy Kabbalah and take that to New York. And you take New damage. York, you take the USA. Fire. You take NYC, mm -hmm. you take every city in the USA. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely the head of America and the head of America is Jesus Christ. It's not the Klippeth, it's not the sorcerer, it's not the deep state, it's not the Kabbalah of the fallen angels to their secret societies, mm -hmm. it's not any of that. The head of the body is Jesus Christ. You just got to remind them and then enforce it with Jerusalem. What is Jerusalem? All the holy angels between earth and the throne of the Father. That's what real Jerusalem, heavenly Jerusalem is. Heavenly Jerusalem is living within the protocol of the behavior, the word, speech, actions, feelings, emotions of all holy angels from earth up seven heavens. And you can do it because you have Jesus Christ in you to convict you of sin to rid your hearts and minds of everything that belongs to the enemy, mm -hmm. to live within Jerusalem's walls through mm -hmm. all of the angels, and you'll go up with mm -hmm. the angels to the throne of God. So let's get into some high praise. We're going to drop a bomb tonight. Yep, and just one little snippet because I can see the faces of a couple of our prophetic people that will be interested, and this will help them direct their prayers for us while mm. we're there. Um, one of the... You know, obviously we have the Google Translate. It's not a real mission unless you have multiple Google Translates from people talking about it, right? Mm -hmm. Or well, or in this case, the entire <laughs> city of New York, when it was looking like Gevra, and they put it in the news, it looked like Mars. You remember with the fires? The headline says, New York City mm -hmm. looks like Mars, Mars today. And it did. And when that was going on, you know, we're dealing with Gevra. We were on yeah. Gevra <laughs> at that moment. Yeah, so... It's just, there's, there's already been uh, a war going on in the heavens and in the earth. And so it's interesting to see that. But the, the GT about it was <laughs> gold, Italy. We've already talked about Italy and Greece and the princes that we're dealing with over there. Gold, uh, Italy, and then New York, Manhattan. And what is gold? Gold represents Gever. We've talked about the gold and the silver. So talking about Manhattan, gold, talking about Gevra, judgment, and also that has to do with kingdom finances, right? So you are the righteous people of God, which means as you begin to walk into righteousness, you're going to start stepping into your righteous inheritances. So yes, it's a mainly, primarily, which is what we teach. It's about you getting to know Jesus Christ. It's about you being consecrated, purified, and being made holy. We talk about corrections and repentance, but yes, it's also the righteous inheritance, which does include natural realm, world of Isaiah, physical rewards, mm. the gold and the silver belong to yod heh vav -Heh. And so as you're becoming a temple of his Shekinah glory, his presence, more and more of him, and less and less of the old nature, those things will be added unto you. And so those things have to be shaken loose from the clippeth and be added unto the people of God, for that is your righteous inheritance as Kings true cosmic Israel. Kings will stream Zion's glory, revelation of Jesus Christ, it is written. Amen. That means every successful person left on this planet will bring everything they do in the marketplace and their bank account into heavenly Jerusalem of the 12 apostles of the Lamb because it's written in the Bible. Amen. Amen. And you know, they're not giving it up without a fight no matter what the rules are. So let's back us up in prayer. 
or the fight and let the natural realm and cosmic realm inheritances be loosed from the clippeth and added unto the people the cosmic jews who serve yad heh jesus christ who came in the flesh in jesus name amen, amen. oh that was a little quiet in that building yeah <laughs>
There's an electric current flowing this night. There's electricity in the air. Can you feel it? Can you feel it? It's everywhere. So feel it this night, saith the Lord. Feel it permeate through thee. Feel it penetrate all the way through thee. Yea, from the top of thy head to the soles of thy feet. Feel my power. Feel my power. Feel my power flowing through thee. Yeah, you can't stop it. You can't stop it. No man can stop what I'm doing for thee. No man can put to an end of it. Because I am the beginning and the ending. The Alpha and Omega. Yes, I am. I am doing a new thing for thee. New thing. Newness. Newness in thee. So take it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Be that conductor. Be that conductor. Be that conductor, Santa Lord. Let it flow through thee to each and every one. Let it flow through thee out to the world. Let it flow through thee to heal the sick, to set the captive free this night. For I'm doing it now. Yes, I'm doing it now. Yes, I'm doing a new thing in thee. So don't concentrate on all the surroundings, but concentrate on me. For I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it this night. I'm doing it for each one of thee. So take it and run with it and do what I tell thee, and you shall see the victory. You shall see the victory. Oh, victory, 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 victory tonight. Victory, victory, victory tonight. We shall have victory. Oh, victory, 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 victory tonight. Victory, 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 victory tonight. We shall have victory. Oh, victory, 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 victory tonight.
that just changes the palate because the next course that's coming along
Amen, amen, amen. <laughs> Whoa. New wine. Yes, it is. Of the Holy Ghost. Of the Holy Ghost. You drink from the left. You drink from the right. You do the hokey pokey and you drink you from right. the center. <laughs> from the middle. Yeah. As it's written, a chord of three strings, not two, which means it's not just male and female. It's also God. God is our center, it is written. Christ in you, the center of your universe. Mm. Some of you know it, you're awake a little bit, others not so much, and it don't even matter because we're not self-analyzing tonight because that's wickedness. Hallelujah. We're going to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning the shame. What do you think the joy set before him was? It's you. Some of you have a, a foundation of rejection and orphanage. We need a foundation of acceptance into the beloved of the Lord Jesus. And that's the interesting thing when you're brought to the most advanced Christian ministry in the universe and you're infants in Christ and you don't even have the foundations of baptisms, divine love, humility, obedience, <laughs> discipleship established in you. And you're hearing about all this advanced apostolic stuff and you don't even have foundations. You know but you what? know what? It's good to learn from the apostles. It's good. It's good. You don't need to go to a lesser maturity to get your foundations, for our foundations are as rock-solid as the sapphire stones that the scriptures came from in heaven. So when you get real foundations, you're in the academy of youth with Elijah and the angels, mm -hmm. and you're not going to be going to school with just human beings and animals and plants and minerals. You're going to be going to school with holy angels. School starts with angels. You can even skip the class where they do the cat dissection and the frog dissection. I had to do cat and frog in you can biology, get out of it. high school biology. Now's your chance. It was a black cat too. <laughs> and I thought, man, this is wicked. Yeah. I thought it was too. I was saved when I went into the school. They're trying to do that. I was like, I'm not going to take that class because I don't want to dissect a dead animal. That was probably the grossest thing I did in high school was dissect that black cat. But it wasn't just me. Every, everyone. Everyone had their own cat. It was like one cat per four people. Yeah. Man, I that, thought that was going to be so That's Whitefish Montana, man. You can, PETA, you can write him a letter. We had that too. I think it. I think it was like a Clippeth learning material, and I wanted to get out of it because I was saved at the time, and I, I was thirteen years old. I remember that. Like, I said no, Lord. I did it. I didn't want to look like a wuss. Right. Yeah. Everyone would call you a wuss if you didn't. We're like, yeah. yeah. I dissected two of them. Yo, you don't want your cat? I'll take it over here and put <laughs> yeah, that yeah. on our table. We dissected two cadavers. Two cadavers. Cat-davers. Where are the cats at? Are you guys here? Oh, no. Spider. They're Close talking about dissecting ears. black cats. Yep. Yeah, Cassette, right don't listen there. to this. I think she's napping. Just, just mute that part out, Cassette. Yeah, just... 
And she walks in a lot of forgiveness. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Yeah, she's had to forgive spiders so many times. Cats and dogs have feelings. Go to any little uh, pen of adoption. What do they call those things? Where you go? Not get, an animal orphanage, that's for where sure. Where you go <laughs> get animals that no one wants. Hey, speaking of the orphaned spirit, uh, guess what? Pigs in the parlor. Well, it's even better, but you still need that, so please watch it. <laughs> God's got an orphanage for you. Oh, wait. Well, it's true. You go from orphans to owning orphanages. Well, you know, the orphanage of heaven. Y'all bought, like, all the beds for four orphanages and all their tuition if you're in mm -hmm. RLM in four different orphanages in Nairobi, Kenya. Amen. You pretty much are orphanage owners. How do you say it? Orphanage owners. Say that five times fast. Orphan orphanims. Orphanims. Exactly. Which brings <laughs> us to the orphanage of heaven. Part of his regular schedule that Metatron keeps is the caretaking for the young children, especially those who died when they're in their mother's wombs or were miscarried. Or this those is the who died of the in orphanage of heaven. Those in yeah, and those kids who died uh, for whatever causes before they reached that age of accountability, they didn't have that maturity. You know, those kids do go to heaven, um, which you know there's a place so for them. They I get can't to... even remember what you call pets in those pets. places where you we pick call... them up. It's not you pet get... store. You, get... you say it out loud. What? Uh, no. The shelter? No. Pound. The pound. The dog pound. <laughs> they don't have cat pounds. It's only dog pound. The Snoop Double OG pound. But don't go to his yard, otherwise you're in the clippeth. Amen. To get adopted. Oh, man. Holy Ghost. Well. In the little rascal gang gang. Come on, Buckwheat. We have yep. an orphanage. Buckwheat evangelism cards. Pay only. For the actual printing and shipping to your house, we'll ship them to Timbuktu, which is a real place in Northern Africa, by the way. If you live in Timbuktu, we will find a way. DHL will ship anywhere. They'll have, they ha actually advertise, they'll have a car driving through the Sahara Desert to deliver packages. You might live in an Adobe right now with uh, the satellite. Uh, internet from Elon Musk in the middle of the Sahara Desert. Now, don't look at me like that because we actually had a $10 donation from the middle of the Northern Africa Desert. Mm -hmm. And I Google Earth into it and it was like an adobe in the middle of the desert. And the dude was watching from the middle of the desert in Northern Africa. This was like 12 years ago and gave a $10 offering. Blew my freaking mind. And for them, that's a lot of money <laughs> out in the desert. Yeah, maybe not. Kind of... He might have just stacks of cash in his little clay Maybe that's house. why he's out in the desert. Who knows? <laughs> just buried house. under there. There's just like gold mines from Egypt right underneath maybe there. It's like, you know, like the sand people, little communities they have out there in the desert, like a little sand hut. I found out treasure. you can't judge a book by its cover. Yeah, that's true. I know none of y'all judge us. But once you start reading the pages, you realize it's a little different on the inside than your first 
distinctual, instinctual perceptions on the outside. Right? Because the inner man is the real man. The outer man is the clay. And the Bible says, dress the clay any way you want. That's not the important thing. You can have fun with the clay pot as long as it's inside the walls of Jerusalem, which is the protocol of the holy angels. What you really need to get into is the treasure in jars of clay. Mm -hmm. And what is the treasure? I tell you the truth. It's the word that creates worlds. Your faith growing in that jar of clay where your spirit and soul are located right now has the potential of becoming a treasure house of the creative power of the Torah of God the Father in Zion's glory. You know what that means? Recreating heavens and earth and living the same life that the Father and the Son live in Jerusalem above. So that's promised land understanding. Church age was get us out of just the darkest hell of garbage and earth and the valley, the shadow of death and oppression. My God, average life expectancy in the Middle Ages was 32 years old in Europe. That's only a thousand years ago in Europe. Now look at Europe. Switzerland, England, Spain. I mean, it's like haute couture in Paris. Hello? You can look at some of the negative things too, but we like to look at the positive things. Civilization has progressed beyond comprehension. You take a person from the Middle Ages, pop them in London, England, or uh, how about Dubai, United Arab Emirates, or anywhere where there is a ton of civilization advancements and the highest technology and the highest ability of light, and that's light. That's not necessarily bad light. It's light that creates everything, and it's God's light. And you drop them in there, they will think they've been abducted by aliens. Mm -hmm. Think about it. You take someone even from the 1700s and pop them in your house, they would think they were abducted by aliens. Mm -hmm. They couldn't even comprehend the things we take for granted today in 2023. No comprehension for half of your lifestyles. And it's just so close and just a few centuries, a few decades away that we've gone from no electricity anywhere on the planet to having electricity everywhere on the planet in about a hundred years, 120 years or so. Now you start thinking about these things. Some of you millennials are like, what? Electricity is only like 140 years. It's like 1860 or something. Thomas Edison inventing the light bulb and all that. You're brand new to having electricity on planet Earth. If you look at the ages and you understand global history, we have just discovered electricity. And that is an accurate perspective. The internet is basically a vapor old. What is it, 1992, we started with dial-up America online, and you had to put a, a disc in, and then they load the disc, and beep, 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 mm -hmm. beep, beep, and you get 56 kilobytes per second. It's a healthy worldview of God's light, which is the ability to create, of how fast we've advanced over the decades and centuries of just the last several hundred years. And I would present to you tonight, it is only because of Kabbalah. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, this is interesting. I got the exact dates here for internet. Uh, the when it was not for public use, but for military, just early, very beginning creation of those networks for information sharing. The official birthday of the internet is January 1st of 1983. So just after the 81 groups uh, came to Earth that Bob Jones talked about. So 83. 83. And then it, when was it available to the public? Almost a decade later, April 30th, 1993. 93. Right. So that's yep. public for released for public use. And you hear Kabbalah and you immediately think, well, that's probably the sorcerers. Listen, the sorcerers had Kabbalah from the Middle Ages. Kabbalah, the books of Kabbalah in the oral tradition of the Old Testament were published for public domain in Italy in the 1400s. You need to understand that the Jews want to popularize Judaism again. And so all the mystical belief systems of Kabbalah were published. In the 1400s, 1500s, scrolls and stuff, but it was literally in the 1400s. It began to go around Europe and began to become extremely popular. I mean, the entire renaissance of Europe is because of Kabbalah. Truth, anyhow. <laughs> and you need to understand that because it's the reintroduction of how to bring the light of the moon and the sun and the stars to earth. Now, mostly it's been used by unbelievers. I'd say 99.99s on the end of that one. So yeah, of course it's wickedness. I mean, using sun, moon, and stars apart from Jesus is what the only thing the fallen angels were interested in stealing from Adam and Eve. Okay? So the only thing that Samael, which was the serpent that tempted Eve, wanted was their light abilities. Why? To build their own kingdom. You can't have the ability to build a house, a kingdom, unless you have light. That's basic angelic foundations. Truth anyhow. Now, was that light used for God? Not at all. No. But was it God's light? Yes, 100%. As it's written, stolen waters are sweet. And Satan comes as an angel of light to deceive. Where did he get the light if he's only darkness? He stole it. The thief comes only to steal. It is written. What did Jesus Christ say about light? He said that all the light of all the world was his. While I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. Understand that? That's what the Bible says. That all light was Messiah's. That's scripture. That's gospel. That's Torah. That's the law. That's the truth. Why does the enemy have so much light? You know why? Because the Christians don't even value its ability and settle for false humility and religious garbage in hell on earth instead of becoming the rulers of the light of the Messiah in the heavenlies. So, why was Egypt... Lord of Israel. You ever wonder about that? How did the Egyptians take over the covenant race of Israel? Because they had sinned so severely against Joseph. Because they had murdered the son of Israel. They had thrown him in a pit. They had taken his mantle and gave it to the wolves and put goat's blood on it. And then sold him into slavery 
Do you understand? That's what Jewish tradition believes why Israel went into slavery under Egypt is because they murdered the most anointed member of Israel's family. Predestined for it Now, Joseph sinned. He should not have told those dreams in a boasting way. He should not have gone into Potiphar's house alone with Potiphar's wife. Those were sins, and he paid a heavy price for those sins. Nevertheless, he was the most anointed man in that family. And all that family, if you read the, the Patriarchs, which is a book that was considered scripture in Apostle Paul's day, it was the only manuscript that the Apostle Paul kept on his person through his entire Christian ministry was the book of the 12 patriarchs. Truth anyhow. And it's all about the repentance of the 11 in their murder of Joseph. That's the main subject matter is how poorly and they treated their brother. And they were going to pay the consequences of it. They would spend a long time in Egypt. And they forgot who Joseph was in Egypt. And Pharaoh forgot about Joseph. It is written in Torah. So then they became the slaves in a place that they were originally the rulers of. And the only reason why Joseph became ruler of Egypt, because he was the most anointed member of his family, that he could grow up like a tender shoot, like a type of the Messiah himself anywhere, whether he be in the pit or prison or Egypt. And in prophetics, Egypt means literally hell which means even if you make your bed in hell behold i am there it is written i am there to do what as they walk through the valley of baca weeping they turn it into the garden of eden it is written even if you made your bed and you're planted in hell the anointing of the messiah transforms it into heaven through molecules elements and atoms by his light and his light is the power of the Son of Righteousness. Wisdom. The power of the government of day. Do you have any government of day? Not if you're on the earth. But if you have wisdom in the Son of Righteousness, guess what? You have daytime government. Who does daytime government belong to? Oh, the sorcerers, the wicked people, the secret societies. No, that's not biblical. The Bible says that day belongs to Jesus. He's even called the day star, right? He's called the moon in Revelation. The father himself is becomes your son in the book of Revelation so that the son turns into the father. That means that you are going to be conquering moon and sun and stars continuously until the moon is the Lamb of God and your sun, your daylight, your light is God the Father Zion's throne, the center of eternal heavenly Jerusalem. Amen. Which is promised land. So what is promised land? All light returned to the holy people. Where? In the moon, sun, and stars. Called the path of resurrection, apostolic doctrine. 1 Corinthians 15, 40-42, it is written. And this is the way of the resurrection. What is it? Praying, fasting, doing stuff, all these things, being externally holy, going to church every Sunday. No. 
Do you know what the Bible says? It doesn't say any of that anywhere. It says, moon, sun, stars. The glory of the way of the moon and the glory of the way of the sun. This is verbatim what is written in Torah. Paul's Torah, apostle of the Lamb. One of the very gemstone foundations of eternal heavenly Jerusalem, it is written. And he says, the way of the stars is glorious. It's the way of glory. So the way of restoring all things that were stolen in the fall of the angels and Adam and Eve is going back into these realms. How? With your spirit fully awakened to understand the path of angels. If you're just in your carnal mind, it's impossible. As it's written, it's impossible for man. But if, what does the Bible say? It's easy for Yarevave. Easy and light. The issue is, you have your consciousness in the flesh, fig leaves, death, Satan, hell, fallen angels, everything's impossible there. You're in hell, you're in Egypt. Most Christians live in Egypt because they live in the flesh. The flesh is Egypt. That's why you're Egyptians and not Zionists. A true Zionist is one who lives in the Father's throne through the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ. Forget about that Zionist Jewish racism. That's not even relevant. The only thing relevant is the Father's throne in Zion, the source of light. And that's written in Hebrews 1.3. He is the source of all the Shekinah glory. Is the Shekinah glory all these different separate things? No, Shekinah glory is one. The river is one. All the rungs combined is one. You know what it's called? The kingdom of heaven. Aren't you glad it's not just the kingdom of what we've done in the Christian church on earth and it's not written once in the entire New Testament except that's what you people believe because you're in the fig leaves. You're in the flesh. You're in Egypt. So your belief systems have to change from earthly, unspiritual, diabolical, that's what's written in James, to heavenly, angelic, spiritual. Earthly, unspiritual, heavenly, angelic, which is spiritual. We say, well, I don't know about the devils, man, the spiritual devils, and we always start fearing. That's when you know you're under the devils. When it's always fear of the devil instead of fear of the Holy Spirit with these people. You notice that? It's always afraid of deception. Why? Because you're in the very roots of deception. You're in the very tree of deception. The clippeth. You are under all the deception of all the fallen angels until you start to revelate. Then you start to manifestate. Then you start to levitate from spirit, which renews your soul, your mind, will, and emotions. You realize Jesus actually is the Savior. He's not just making it up as another religion upon the flesh like Islam or Buddhism or works or anything you do through the human being. This is not human being religion. If it's from human beings, it's diabolical. That's established biblical doctrine. If it's from the Spirit of God, then it's holy and righteous. And what's God's will for your life? To raise you from the pig filth of the human being into the angelic perfections of the upper garden of Eden and everything falls off of you as you rise from the dead. This is the generation of the resurrection. It is. 
But in order to have a generation of resurrection, you got to cast out of them the generation of iniquity. Some of you are so demon-possessed, you can only hear the negative things. It's because you're demon-possessed. Once you start to have a foundation of Jesus Christ crucified to death in your iniquity-filled heart, then you actually can hear through what needs to descend, Levitical wisdom, the descent offering, you will see descending and ascending. What needs to descend? Three things need to descend. Sin, transgression, and iniquity. That's what descends into hell forever. Now what needs to ascend? Four things need to ascend. If you understand Levitical wisdom, this is the truth anyhow. Four things ascend, three things descend. In your hearts, souls, minds, and bodies, three things must descend by the word of God or you will not make it and you will surely die. Because you have clung to the other side of hell and the contents of hell are what are killing you and demonizing you. So let it be cut off of you through the judgments of the Lamb of God tonight so you can ascend instead of descend. You do not want to descend. Get that out of your brain. The only thing descending in these days is what is going into the lake of fire. What is ascending is your spirit, your soul, your mind, and your body. What is descending is transgression, iniquity, and sin. And how do you have the descending of darkness and the ascending of the Spirit of Grace? Inside the prophetic and apostolic teaching of the end times. It is through the righteous teaching of the tribe of Levi, your priests, of eternal Israel, of the heavenly Jerusalem today, that descends all of your darknesses, and they are many. And it needs to start in your heart, which is all iniquity in Isaiah. Until that world of Isaiah is conquered, until Christ be fully formed in you, it is written, there is not one good thing in your spirit. Don't just go into your head and claim a Bible verse. We want to see the fruit. We want to see the Shekinah. Show me the glory, the fruit of glory. Show me the attachment and the connection to the vine, the good fruit, and the fruit that lasts. It is written in Scripture. What kind of fruit? Tutti fruity? What kind of fruit are you talking about? Fruit loops? I'm talking about the Shekinah glory, which is upper garden of Eden, evidence that the spirit of Jesus Christ is working in your spirit, buckwheat. Amen. And if any other spirit be working in your heart, guess what? You're hiding stuff in your tent, and that's why you're outside of Jerusalem right now. Which means you don't have much protection, you don't have much blessing, you don't have much God, you don't have much anything. It's just a mess. But as you allow that stuff to be cut out of your hearts, cut out of your spirit, will it be painful? Only if you resist the Holy Spirit, like the Sanhedrin, it was painful weeping and gnashing of teeth and murdering Jesus the second time as he's in his friend Stephen with all of his glory shining through his face. I mean, that's a really hard path. The way of the transgressor is hard, it is written. Very hard. The way of the evildoer is constant thorns, thistles, and rocks. And that's why you hear about sob stories and false Christianity constantly. And that's all you hear is how hard it is. 
everything's so hard, everything's so much, so dramatic and so bad. And it's not because of persecution from the wicked against the righteous, like Paul getting stoned eight times by hypocrites. It's hard because you're in a system that God's not in. It's called Egypt. Come out of her, my people, it is written. So you come out of hell into heaven through every word that comes down from God. How do we know these words come down? Because it's trying to strip out of your heart, souls, minds, and bones and marrow the things that are keeping you attached to the realm of the dead. And if you don't allow the sword of the Spirit to circumcise your spirit, soul, mind, and bones, and marrow, Hebrews 4.12, every day, that stuff comes back on you how many times worse, Jesus? Seven times worse. So the enemy is always waiting with the seven times worse. That's why if anyone turns back, they're not worthy of me. Who said that? Jesus Christ in the Bible? Do you believe the Bible? Do you believe Jesus Christ is telling you the truth? Or are you in the defense mechanism against the Messiah tonight, self-justifying because Satan Lucifer is in your brain opposing me tonight? Where are you? Identify your location in the Clippeth, the Earth, the Valley of Decision, or the Sephirot. Understand that's all that exists in all worlds of God's creation. Is it all good? No, it's not all good. Revelation says one-third of it is damned to hell. We want that one-third of stars that fell to be cut out of you into hell so that you can ascend to God. If you don't allow the sword to circumcise you and the cross to crucify you, how often? The Bible says daily. If you stop that process... That process obliterates you into the lake of fire. You realize that? He's a stumbling block. Oh, Jesus is not a stumbling block. He's my little teddy bear. Your Jesus is a demon. Jesus, a stumbling block to Hebrews and madness to Greeks. That's scripture now. A stumbling block to Hebrews, which is fake mystics, fake spiritualists, and Greeks, which are intellectuals who are into reason and human intelligence, the Bible says the gospel is madness to Greeks and foolishness, foolishness to Hebrews. Truth anyhow. But if you have that fake Hebrew and that fake Greek in you, you are still an enemy of the cross. Who says that? The apostle? Many have become enemies of the cross what is to be an enemy of the cross they all still believe in jesus they'll still make youtube videos they'll still go to church but they're enemies of the cross what does it mean they stopped allowing the process of dissension of sin transgression and iniquity in their spirit soul mind and body and they have their own evaluation of their spirit soul and body that is not jesus christ therefore when you become your own judge and stop allowing the white throne judgment seat of Christ to wash you in his level of judgment, which is beyond ten worlds, beyond ten worlds is the judgment seat of Christ in the eternity of eternities and glory beyond anything you can imagine right now. 
And if you stop allowing him to judge you and begin to become your own judges, you become the enemies of the cross. And that is the current situation with most Christians in the world right now. Truth anyhow. Type it in the comments. Truth anyhow. Thank you for telling us the truth so that we could no longer be enemies of the cross, but have crosses and be real Christians. To have a cross means that I'm at war, not against Apostle Paul, not against Apostle Brandon, not against Apostle John, not against Apostle Jesus. I'm at war against my sin in my spirit, my hypocrisy in my spirit, my fallen angel, ten worlds of the height in which I've fallen. That's what I'm at war against. That's the evidence you have a real cross. Only with that evidence will you ever pick up the sword and become a soldier of Joel's army, 60 million frontline faithful. If you don't understand that tonight, you don't understand the gospel. That is the foundation of the gospel so you can choose what side you're going to be on. An enemy of the cross, an enemy of Elijah's circumcisions, an enemy of Enoch Metatron's circumcisions, or a friend of the sword of the Spirit, a friend of the Word of God. Oftentimes in fake pagan Christianity down here, we think the Word of God is just to make me feel good, and that's why we want a word. Give me a word, brother. Give me a word, sister. You're a prophetic ministry. Can I have an encouraging word? If the sword and the cross don't encourage you, what you are thirsty for is not righteousness, but demonic witchcraft, Mm -hmm. because you've never known real Christianity from birth. You've been lied to. You've been ripped off. And it's not a beat you up message. It's a beat the devil up and the contents of what belongs to the devil up message. And when it's obliterated out of your spirit, your soul, which is your heart, your mind, which is your brain, your mind does 100% correspond to your brain, and your body, which is your flesh and bones. And it obliterates iniquity, sorcery, Laban's 10 forms of sorcery, how Jacob had his wages changed 10 times because he was going through all the sorceries of the 10 fallen worlds of Enoch's 10 weeks. And they all correspond... To the most righteous man who ever lived, Enoch, the man who was given the Kabbalah circles of Jesus Christ, the king of the ten weeks. Absolutely the truth. Anyhow, Enoch's Kabbalah judged and bound in chains the fallen angels in seven mountains. Those mountains and those chains were built up to this world system called Babylon the Great. That's the seven mountains in the book of Revelation if you read the Bible all corresponding to how Enoch bound them up. Enoch's Kabbalah bound them up. Our Kabbalah will decimate those seven mountains into the eternal lake of fire to have the messianic kingdom. And I think you better recognize. Truth in air. And we're serious. Because my life has been on the line for this gospel since 2006. It's always been real, in the trenches, in warfare, with knives, live action, ammunition, guns blazing, guns firing. I haven't had a break and I don't want one because there's no other purpose to life except this. 
advancing God the Father's agenda, no matter what it looks like. And of course, the ones sleeping in death contradict and judge and are critical and oppose. We're not even against those people. I don't even care what they're doing in the earth. We want all of you to repent and come into Jerusalem, but you don't have to. You, the gates are always open. It is written. They don't have to come into the angelic protocol. They can be outside the gates of the angelic protocol. They can be outside of heavenly Jerusalem, my mother. They can be outside of obedience of Zion, God the Father, my Father. It's not a have to. This ain't control spirit religion. But I tell you the truth so that you will know without ignorance when you make a decision. So that if you choose to be outside the walls of angelic protocol and how the angels think, how the angels talk, how the angels act, and if you choose to be like that, which is a sinner, you'll be sealed out of heaven for eternity. But if you repent and rend your hearts and your garments both, you'll need to rend both of them. It's not just one or the other. It's both. You'll change on the inside and you'll change on the outside. The clay follows the potter. It is written. And if the clay gets better as the potter takes over and you go from glory to glory, become more heavenly, more angelic, more at peace, more blessed, less stressed. It gets easier. It gets lighter. Why? Because everything that needed to descend in you has descended. Sin, transgression, iniquity. All of it? No. But a lot more than when you first started, Buckwheat. It's gotten a lot better. Amen. So do not despise the days of small beginnings. What is small beginnings? Small faith. Having a small spirit. Mm-hmm. Having a very weak spirit. Or even like a spirit of doubt or fear or a cat spirit or a dog spirit or an animal spirit, a beast spirit, a bird spirit. They come in and sit on the clay and all of a sudden your spirit's corrupted. Now you're thinking all kinds of crazy thoughts and all kinds of nonsense constantly when you build up your spirit that stuff gets just obliterated the only reason why there's such an oppression on god's beloved people sheep and sheep struggle with flies if you understand shepherding the flies come in they land on the head and what they do is they begin to plant eggs inside the brain. So the shepherd has to smear oil on the sheep's head because the number one enemy of a sheep is flies and maggots. And the maggots go into the brain and they lose their minds and they end up killing themselves. The only enemy a sheep has is its own brain. If you understand shepherding and sheep, which is what the Bible teaches, and it's all wisdom language. And the first mention of sheep is actually in First Enoch, when you begin to have that Enochian wisdom to understand words, deeds, actions of human beings corresponding to animals. I'm a sheep. Jesus is a lamb, so get over it. You're like, oh, I'm a human being. Well, well, you're either a goat or a sheep if you're a believer in Jesus Christ. And he's not lying to you. That's Torah. And there's still a ton of goat in all of you. So the goat is the descent offering. Azaz, Azalel. Azalel. They laid hands on the goat and sent it to the fallen angels in the mountains, in the wilderness. They said, go to Az- Azael. Az- 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 Azazel. <laughs> yes, right? That's what Torah says. So the goat goes to the devil. You need to have that descent offering. That's established 2,000-year-old doctrine. 
Send the goat to the devil. You don't want any of that junk. You don't want any sin, transgression, iniquity in you. Get that stuff driven out of you. It goes to hell, and we know where the devil is going because we read the Bible. He's going to hell. Lake of fire reality. And if you don't read the Bible, today's a great day to start. Start, crack it open. Yep. Mm-hmm. We've got links in the description for a great Bible program. <laughs> if you are about as lazy as it gets and you can't even hardly get off the couch, you can even do this program. It's so easy. You literally just pick up the remote control for the TV. You can put on the YouTube and do the Amplified Classic. Read along videos. It's as simple as putting it on the TV. Just imagine that you're doing your Netflix and chill as usual, but instead of Netflix, <laughs> you put on the Bible. And uh, if at first it feels like it's beating you up, take heart and don't give up because even the great rabbis who are authors for many years, they talk about this phenomenon when you go in to study Torah, right? And that means Bible. Back then they had five books from Moses. Now we have Old Testament and New Testament. We have Enoch, Jasher, Jubilees, uh, Patriarchs, you know, those things. So back then they called it Torah, right? It's Old Torah, New Torah. We have New Testament now, Jesus Christ after he came in the flesh. Bible is and, a new English word. Yeah. The B-I-B-L-E is like, well, you know, they had a Hebrew word. None of them it. spoke English. So that's simply what They've it never is. never said Bible their entire lives. It's God <laughs> said something on sapphire stones, and then they had it written down. That's all the Torah is. So if God said it on sapphire stones, and then an angel wrote it down, or, or like with Moses, he was given that, and it came down through someone sent by God, that's what that means. The living Torah is Jesus Christ, that's his body on sapphire stones. It's engraved on sapphire stones, it's Torah, right? And so when we go up and you read the sapphire stones in, in person, as you conquer the realms, and it gets engraved in you. And so you can look on the inside and it's emanating continuous Shekinah glory, speaking the word of life to you until those dead areas get snipped, get clipped, get clipped off. So you're not under the clippeth anymore. You're ruled over by the word of God. But take heart if you feel like it's beating you up when you clippeth first start. is the tree of foreskins of those mm -hmm. that reject the cross, crucifying those things that need to mm -hmm. descend to hell. So I've, I've seen this before where people start to get into the Bible and they feel like they're getting beat up. I understand for many years these wise sages rabbis scribes they talk about in oral tradition of moses that phenomenon they call it um i forget the exact verbiage they use but it's basically essentially uh beating yourself up with the torah and it's purposeful mm -hmm. it, it, they have a really great word i have to find that it for cleanses you the atoms yeah. of the clay i mean it purifies the clay till you have holy nefesh. Amen. Some of you have never had a session of the word where all of a sudden your body just feels like it's glowing because you just cleansed every particle, atom, molecule of your body, your brain. Your, I mean, that's what the washing of the mm -hmm. water of the word is in scripture. Mm -hmm. And they, they, what they say about it is you basically are beating yourself with the Torah 
until you get accustomed to it. So it's one of those, it's like an abrasive type of a thing. It's a, you know, it's your, it's not very comfortable. You'll notice your default human nature settings yeah. don't really feel like You get up distracted Bible. right away, resist the cross continuously. Oh, I don't know. What about, but I was feeling this and maybe that means I should stop. Maybe it means you should keep going because you'll get used to it. Once you develop a taste for the Torah, you'll want it, which means it's doing its work. Do you believe in the Oz of Torah? That's something I asked myself. Whenever, and don't think it's different for us. Well, it's different for you guys. It's just easy for you. Nope, same for everyone. It's the same for everyone. It's easier once you're accustomed to it. Once you start rising on sapphire stones or even before clay you... Clay is clay. Rise, clay is clay, exactly. Uh, one of the things that I will tell myself, if I notice that there's still some human nature that doesn't really feel like it, doesn't really feel like it, if you have Torah on and there's something in there that doesn't want to uh, comply with the angelic instruction, I'll ask myself, do you believe in the Oz of Torah? What is that? Do you believe in the might, the power, that's the Oz, of the written word of God, of the living word of God? Your faith in the word is oftentimes the difference that you see between the sheep and the goats. Goats have no faith in the word. They want witchcraft. They want, pray for me, pray for me, but on my terms. Do this for me on my terms. God, come save me on my terms. It's never carry your cross, pick up your cross, carry it, and follow Jesus. Anything but that. And a lot of times, what is the cross? It's just simply believe in the word of God. The How goats do... are a tree of foreskins. Write that in your notes. Yep. The, the sheep are a tree of circumcisions, and the goats are a tree of foreskins. Understand, that's the clippeth, the kingdom of hell. Versus the Sephirot, Enoch's path of lightnings, truth and hell, and there's nothing in between. Oftentimes, the breakthrough that you're looking for is simply just in your next chapter of study. But there's unbelief in the fallen vessel that doesn't believe in the might of Jesus, which is the Word of God. If you believe in the power of the Word of God, then you'll read the Word of God because you'll know that's where your breakthrough is. So the next time you're like, pray for me, pray for me, I need to warfare, warfare. Yes, say your prayer, do your thing. But what about the word of God? The best warfare you're going to do oftentimes mm-hmm. is crucify the flesh with the word of God, which is sit before the word of God, put it in the eyes and the ears, <laughs> put your hand on your spirit and just blast that stuff out because then you notice a breakthrough just comes. Not after five seconds, five minutes, and now you're checking Facebook already mm-hmm. on your phone when you're reading the word of God. But you sit through it, you sit through the discomfort, the distractions, and it hits a threshold where that membrane pops, that breaks through. And you realize that what the rabbis have been saying for so many years, these rabbis of Torah, Torah scholars, is just take it to the Torah study. It's strong. The strength, even they believed in the strength of Torah. Totally. Which is like, oh, are you being accosted by a lustful spirit? All you have to do is drag it to the Torah study, and yep. it'll go away eventually. And they understood even that the strength of the Word of God, because it came down, sat by our stones through Moses. And now we have Moses and the Lamb, but you still don't believe? So understand, we're like, oh, lust is so hard, it's so difficult. Or this, this warfare is so hard, it's so difficult. Literally, park your rear on the couch, which we like the couch anyway, right? Let's be real, we like the couch. And 
put the Bible on and yeah. just do it. Uh, the music, the there's many verses and in the Bible. And the flesh. And what that, happens is your spirit totally begins to emanate Shekinah. And that's the dying daily. That's the picking up your cross mm-hmm. and following him. Is the spirit is daily stronger than the body. And you have the ability to do that every day from the day you first are saved. And if it helps, set it to music. The Psalms talk about being set to music. Habakkuk, set to wild music. We like to put some wild spa music on in the background. What often happens when you're malnourished and you don't engage in Torah Mm -hmm. and you don't get washed in the water of the Word, which is the exact same thing, is the flies come and all of a sudden you got all these belief systems of demons as strongholds in your Mm -hmm. mind where it's just, it's so hard for me. You don't understand my situation. My Mm -hmm. situation is so unique. They're trying to kill me. They're trying to kill me. And everything about me is just so different and God can't even help me anymore. No, the devil has just taken over your mind. That's all that happened. So all you got to do is go back to the word and get washed and the devil gets obliterated out of your mind every time. I have yet to see a person whose atmosphere did not shift when they engaged in Torah. The word of God is stronger than all sin, transgression, iniquity, and Laban's ten forms of sorcery in the world. Truth in you. As it's written, what is the word of God? King of kings, Lord of lords. Amen. Amen. Do you believe in the Oz of Torah? That's faith in the word that shifts atmospheres. Your atmosphere is earthly, which is the weakest, lowest atmosphere of all atmospheres of all angelic rungs. You're required to have a certain level of faith to shift the earthly atmosphere in your hearts and in your minds as it's written, I will write my words upon their hearts and minds. Tablets of stone? No, on your spirit. On your eternal spirit. And as the word is written on your spirit, engaging in Torah, guess what happens? The spirit comes alive and the body can be the clay it was designed to be, controlled by the spirit submitted to the word. What was the fall? The spirit of Adam and Eve didn't submit to the word. They doubted the word. Did God really say? Samuel whispered to Eve, did God really say? Since they doubted God's word, they were limited to their own spirit, which shrunk down, depolarized, and was stuck inside clay, and they had no Torah. They had no Oz. They had no mm-hmm. salvation. Now we work by the sweat of our brow, toiling the ground with labor, with pain and labor, it is written. The curse. Until we're restored to the faith of the word of God working in our spirit, you're cursed. That's what the curse of the fall is, is that you're faithless in Torah. You're faithless in Scripture. You're faithless in Jesus Christ, the Word of God. Jesus Christ is the Word of the Father. All restoration comes through the Word. Okay? All you gotta do is engage. (laughs) And the impartation of our faith is in every word. And you guys struggle in different areas. Well, struggle no more. (laughs) Take that struggle and put it before the Word and crucify the struggle. The struggle will be terminated Mm -hmm. when you engage in Torah. But if you're malnourished, all those excuses on top of your spirit, nothing will work for you. Prayer will only be temporary. Mm -hmm. Prayer won't help you. 
What does it even benefit you to be prayed for if your spirit's not being built up in a daily discipleship? Mm -hmm. You just have someone else's Torah put on you, but it fades on you because you didn't have it developed in your own spirit because you're an unbeliever. Right? Truth anyhow. So when you begin to believe in the Word of God, your faith doesn't wane. It always emits Shekinah. And you can have that from the first day you believe in Jesus. And since you didn't have that, almost all of you, and you grew up under the clippeth of the potent sorcerer Babylon the Great, that means that your faith, which is your spirit, is currently buried under all your sins, your iniquities, and your transgressions. Which is why what we teach seems so high, and you don't understand it most of the time. That's only because of your iniquity in your spirit, your sin in your soul, and your transgression in your bones. So what's the same formula that worked for us to overcome bone necromancy and all of Laban's sorceries as warlocks and witches? Mm -hmm. The Torah mm -hmm. of God. And it works 100% of the time when it's mixed with faith. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah, because you're not going at it like a traditional, typical Bible college student. Mm -hmm. You're going in as a living being, as a spiritual being, as a spirit and a man or a spirit, a woman and a woman. And you're feeding your spirit. That's the difference. A lot of times people get hung up on the Word of God. They'll read it and say, I don't understand it. And then they'll want to sign up for some class or a Bible college. Most people don't understand what's in their food, but they eat some it. Some kind of other thing. But basically, what you need to do instead of going to all those sources is go to the source of the river of life, Jesus Christ within you. That fountain came out of the rock. The fountain came out of the rock, which is what? The gemstone, the sapphire stone of Malkut, the kingdom of heaven within you, Jesus said. So if that's your nourishment from the sapphire stones, as you drink his blood, his Shekinah blood, and you eat his sapphire stone flesh, you'll grow. When a young child eats, what do they do? They grow like crazy. Mm -hmm. Little babies, all they do is they grow. They eat and they poop and they grow. That's First pretty in the much natural, it. then in the and spiritual. And they cry. They cry a lot. So that, that might happen. So... Just remind yourself, you know, babies cry a lot. That happens. And just give yourself a like, it'll be okay. <laughs> you know? And uh, just, I'll be okay. You grow you first know? as a clay pot. <laughs> and then oh you God. grow as Rua Silver, your eternal spirit. Yeah. That's how it works. So when you go into the Bible, don't go in expecting to have like a PhD dissertation and a thesis because it's the first time you're opening up the Bible in weeks. or You know? Just, or the, you know, get in there and eat it without your understanding it, which is what matzah, that's obedience. Mm -hmm. Well, well, I don't want to be deceived. I don't want to be confused. Blah, blah, blah. Every clippeth reasoning, clippething, why you shouldn't read the word of God. You don't have to understand it to read it. Even the rabbis know that. Even the word of God, it says, lean not on your own understanding. But for some reason, you have all these kind of thought patterns and ideas. Why are you freaking out about the enemy? Because there's a belief in there that's wrong. But why do you believe that? Maybe you had some experience, you believed some lie. Some lie got in there somehow. And that's why you can't even leave the house because you feel all bound up until you pray some prayer, pray some prayer. That, okay, that was one of the number one problems when I got into like the charismatic stuff. 
sure, I got the tongues and that was great, but then it was like, oh, it was horrible for a while because then you try to look up, okay, who's praying the in tongues? paranoia is really severe in the charismatic church. Yeah, and then they're just doing all this weird stuff. And so if you notice, it's like, if you all of a sudden you've got to do so much warfare just to get up and take a jog in the morning, like that's clippeth activity. That's not God's kingdom. That's Satan's kingdom. You can get up and go for a jog in the morning. You can get up and get ready for work without Paul having to be... called it beating against the wind. Yeah. <laughs> that's all just... You're just fighting against the wind every day. That's not even making progress. Yeah, exactly. And you're just all bound up and you just, oh, I just can't because what about... But then the Bible actually says, do not fear. And it also says, do not worry. So you find with all that going on, there's a lot of fear and there's Fight a lot of worry. Your sin, transgression, iniquity yeah. in your heart. Yeah. Get God inside minded. You'll need Levitical wisdom. Mm -hmm. The reason why the full-time priests are called Levites is because they feed you the wisdom that you need to have success in your spirit, soul, mm -hmm. mind, and strength in the marketplace. Right, because your design, do you know what your design is? Your design is to be a creator. Your father's a creator. So that's your design. Your original design is a creator. Which, you know, this this might trigger a little bit, but just understand, you're made in the image of God. He's a creator. So what the clippeth wants, and if you are new here and you haven't seen this, this is what we're talking about, clippeth. The structure of deceit mentioned in the book of Enoch. This is it. It's anti-Holy Kabbalah. And so what happens is with that structure of deceit, they understand that you're made in the image of God. You're made as a creator. So what do you do? You actually kind of create the world that you live in. How what you believe and what you think and what you do, your actions, your words, have power and measures of power depending on what source you have. What's someone's source? Do you understand when you go out and about, no one just says things to you for no reason. That's the deceit. That's the deception. Whenever anyone is walking in a hall and they say something to you, people, they, here's, this is the American lukewarm <laughs> deception. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll say this to people sometimes. Remember, you're a son of God, so no one ever says anything to you just for you're no reason. You're talking to spirits a lot more than you think. Everything has a source in something, and it's a spiritual source. So anytime someone's speaking to you in the highways, and the byways, or wherever you go, <laughs> they're... They have a source, whether they're aware of it or not. Now, if someone's into holy Kabbalah or if someone is into witchcraft or if someone is into, you know, any of the, the enemy stuff, whether they're into God stuff or the enemy stuff, everyone has a source they're speaking from. Is The guardian angel could have prompted them to do something and then they did that. That's the source. It was holy. Other times, the same person might curse somebody out. That wasn't the guardian angel's fault, right? That was a different source. So we're always speaking from a source. It's not like this weird gray area, gray matter of like this American way of thinking like, oh, it's just normal people just being good. Your brain That's is the curtain. It's typically old heavens and why you just mm -hmm. garbage comes out. It's like in the Wizard of Oz, there's the guy hiding behind the curtain and just kind of pulling the strings and there's this weird phenomenon in this American culture where people just think, oh, it's just random. Well, they just, it was just, they just said this. They weren't, why are you offended? You know, there's all these really weird, subtle things of discretion that the Clippeth uses to hide themselves. 
So when people come around and they say something, it's simply a matter of looking at what source they spoke out of. That's how you can tell when people are believers or non-believers, and even if they're a believer, what source are they speaking out of at that moment? What it, where did it originate? What does James say? If any person is perfect with their tongue, they're immortalized. They're equal to God. That's what it says in James. God only speaks from his source. <laughs> you correct your words to be the exact words of the Father, you'll be in Zion with the Father as a perfect son with Jesus mm -hmm. all the time. I'll give you an example. Uh, we're talking about like um, witchcraft on a dark, absolute level uh, from this lady the other night. We're getting mail, getting packages. And, you know, I was going to stay with the cart while Brandon goes in and gets the rest of the little mail. The little mail on the other side. we got to go around a couple of things to get our packages and mail. And I'm like, okay, yeah, he's going to go run this. I'll stay with the cart here. And we'd pass by some people... Uh, that we knew that work around there, and they were talking to another lady, and we, you know, hey, you know. And so she comes up to go use the elevator, and I'm waiting on Brandon, and then all of a sudden she says something to me negative about the weather, right? We'd spent about 100 degrees around here in the upper 90s, low 100s. For Texans, it, it was a brisk after, a brisk August afternoon, nothing. Yeah, it's it was very like, extreme for I was very songs. happy. I was like, finally, we're having normal weather. Like, oh my gosh. People are like, Thank don't God. even go outside. We went outside, tossed around the football, you know. <laughs> it's it's amazing. I, I love this kind of weather. That's what I'm used to. But, you know, obviously, my all my Texan friends, you know, it's like, it's not even 110. <laughs> like, and it's like 60% humidity. So it feels like 110. It, it's cool because it feels kind of like Florida, but it feels really like uh, like Texas. Like if Texas and Florida weather had a baby, this was that weather. And it was just really blissful for me anyway. And for the young Think people. Think steam room, but you're just <laughs> living life. Anyway, uh, there were some young people we ran into today. They were loving it too. It's really nice weather. But So anyway, I knew this lady was manifesting to Clippeth because she didn't like the hot weather. And but oh, 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 oh. I let everyone else manifest like I don't like it anyway but I knew it was Clippeth activity because you know God doesn't complain about the weather I've never heard God complain about the weather ever right and so you're, everyone always has a sort of like oh it's just the weather but I'm going to tell you what happened in a second because anytime anyone comes up to me to talk Not to even me the Minnesota winners. because of the rungs yeah because of the rungs I'm on I'm always, and you know how they have got they've got like um what do they call it the the hell's bounty where they, um, anyway, so anyone who tries to come and mess with us successfully in the kingdom of hell, those demons are rewarded heavily by their superiors, right? So that's what everyone wants to Their day's take. coming, too. Their day's coming, but, but they're going to go to the lake of fire. But so what I'm just saying is, so anytime someone comes up to me to say something, I'm like, all right, who is it this time? You know? yeah. <laughs> it's like, they it's just kind of... They rewards. They, yeah, so I'm going to just kind of say, okay, well, this will be interesting. What's this one have to say, you know? It is just a normal thing. Um, and for people who are getting into the glory and learning righteousness, they've noticed they get a lot more activity around them like that. That they're just like, wow, like, oh, Mr. Smith can happen to anybody. You have light? You know? Oh, that's all the enemy wants. Right. So here comes this lady and she starts to complain about the weather. And she's holding a little palm tree. So I'm like, okay, all right. And uh, I'm not going to come into agreement with any of that. Uh, so I didn't remember how, I, I didn't, I never agreed with what she said about the weather. I was not even really nice. She looked totally demon possessed. 
Yeah, but like a happy Babylonian not, demon possessed. Yeah. So there was no zero like <laughs> here's the thing. This ain't Mr. Rogers. I'm not your neighbor. I'm not Rebecca's your friend. Rebecca's just mean to everyone. Mean to everyone. <laughs> I'm usually <laughs> the nice one. Good cop, bad cop. Good cop. <laughs> just in case. But uh, it wasn't. I didn't say anything overtly mean. It's just I don't have any reason to be nice to someone who's clipping right now. Yeah. You know. There's no need for it's it. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, what are they trying to get me to say? You know, like, all right, let's have at it. What is this? And. Um, I did tell her, you know, have At a good this night. Level, every word is a governmental contract. Right. So when she she goes up and I'm like, she was going to wait for him to come back. And I'm like, yeah, we're not riding up in the elevator with the clip of thing happening here. That's just not happening. And I don't really know. It's okay. I'm just, you know, I'm waiting for him. And she's like, are you sure? Oh, I'm, in my head, I'm like, I'm sure. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> have a good night. And so she goes up and I'm like, well, that was wild. And so then he comes around, and we go back upstairs, and I'm like, yeah, I'm thinking, what was that? I'm still trying to process what what exactly was this. And I think she was the, on she cocaine. The, that spirit in her broke the elevator keypad. Broke? Just with that two one elevators. use. We're getting there. So <laughs> it won't work anymore now. I'm like, well, I just saw the lady use it. I'm like, oh, that's a demon for sure. So I'm like, all right, well, let's go around and go to the front. Go to the other elevator. Here are the same lady, and there's other people there. There's another guy in there waiting. Yeah. Same lady comes down the other elevator. That's a very short time. Totally demon-possessed. That demonic slime and ruined broke. both elevators she touched. Yep. So she ruined both of them that she touched. And at this point, I'm like, this yeah, there was a demon. This old man had to walk up the stairs with his, his dog. gigantic, like, uh, Beethoven-looking dog. And we dog. knew it wasn't even our code because he gave us his code, and his code wouldn't even work. Yeah, so, you're like, oh, man. So then Bren goes to call, you know, concierge, and I'm thinking, like, it's not working. And I said, you know what? Then I heard, what, I don't remember, the Holy Spirit, this one of my really angels. What am I? Either the Holy Spirit or one of my angels, I can't remember who said it, said, it's an absolute level demonic uh, activity you'll need to use your chaya and so I reached down deep and I said chaya crystal power make up and then the whole cut scene you know and the lights and <laughs> no, <just kidding. laughs> and then I had like you know power of the silver crystal in the, the name of the moon I'll punish you yeah anyway it was, so it was, it was what so, so everything's broken she prays I said in the, Everything starts to work. Yeah, I so saw I wear because the Lord said, it, "Use your chaya." So I I looked at my chaya pink crystal, and I just said, I touched it and said, "Loose." And then the thing went out of it, and then boop boop boop. She put a demon in both elevators so mm -hmm. that we couldn't go up to the apartment. And we had a ton of packages and heavy water to carry. There was no way I'm carrying all that up the stairs. Uh, there's, Nine yeah, floors. We were yeah, stranded. Right. It was like Gilligan's Island. <laughs> Gilligan's Island. So, if it's absolute level demonic activity it takes a chaya so that's why man and i was thinking too you know like well what are we gonna do like we we can't even use the stairs because we live like two thousand feet into the sky it's not like an easy fix she prays for this stuff we had just been in these elevators with other guests in the building that are mm -hmm. just really nice people that live there live there and mm -hmm. this old man with his gigantic that poor dog, guy had to go all the like, way up those stairs he lives on the fourth floor it's oh like, it's not that bad yeah, it's not like the night yeah. yeah for the night ninth floor stairs but for him a it's bad i mean that, that's not cool either you know hurting elderly elderly people is not yeah. cool this demon doesn't care about anything just no. always trying to cause trouble but i mm -hmm. as soon as she prayed for this thing it was gone <clears throat> 
and it instantly began. It was working. a demon. Whew. So make sure you're praying for it. if anything stops working, pray for it mm-hmm. because it'll probably start working. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Exercise your faith. Yeah, and you know what's interesting? It wasn't even like I just came up with an idea, but I heard an angelic voice, yeah. whether it was the the Lord's voice or one of the holy angelic voices, with the instruction. And so I know I've heard um, healers and people who pray. There's sometimes we just pray because we need something, and that's fine. Uh, but it, there's something interesting that opens up when there's an angelic instruction. And so, you know, there's that. When you're inside Jerusalem's walls, you will 100% mm-hmm. of the time have angels around you to help you right. in everything. Oh, yeah, and it was about everything. Florida. I found out it, they were trying to curse Florida because, uh, as you guys know, if you've been following this and our prophetic friends, you understand the timing and getting Florida right influences and impacts the sons of God's destinies. So it's it's affecting everyone. So we have to be on time, on track, on target. And we need things Called to just obedience, be design. done correctly and in God's timing and God's will. And so we have to align our free will, right? Our desires need to align with God's desires. Because it's not just about us and what we feel like doing and what we want to do. It's about what God wants to do. And so I was like, yeah, I was carrying the palm tree. That night, on our way home, we we had just talked that night at Joel's bar about where St. Angel, about mm-hmm. Florida. Yeah, you remember. We saw three Florida license like plates. Two, we only followed two cars on the way home, and they were all Florida license plates. And, we pulled and then we pulled the in. Plate and said, Gulf, Gulf port. port. And the Lord said. Florida, Florida plate. Mm-hmm. In Minneapolis, it said Gulf. Gulf Port on it. And so the Lord Woo! said, "We're gonna, you're gonna go to the Gulf uh, side. So we're gonna go down there." But it was just after just all those signs and wonders, and ever since we've been doing summer camp and all the summer redemption, the weather's been hot, and it felt like Florida outside. Yeah. And with that lady, she was caught carrying a little palm tree. Mm, wow. And I said, "They were." She was trying to get me to come into agreement with the weather, because at this level, if I'm if I'm hating on the Florida weather yeah. or coming to agreement with it, they're so sneaky. They want they wanted us to curse the Florida thing, mm. but instead it's blessed. Amen. Just That's why all the little um, reprogramming your Sims, those little thought bubbles, word bubbles, when people are coming to you to try and get you to agree with their clippeth beliefs, you think you're just talking about the weather? We're having an encounter with an absolute level, like demon level... <laughs> Breaking all the elevators. Demon is absolute. It's a being. Yeah. It's a being. It's a being. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The demons are so low level. Demons are fallen angels, but there's also creatures and beings that aren't even angels. Absolute is full of beings. They're like creatures. It's not even angels. It's like nine classes of angels. Yeah. So anyway, that happened. But yeah, Florida is blessed, and God's plans in the earth for Florida remains strong and there's nothing that the enemy can do about it because what yad he vav establishes no one can break that's his word and so we are coming into alignment with his word yeah. for Florida for New York for the United States and worldwide RLM Africa mm-hmm. right RLM global mm-hmm. you know I was seeing uh, China New Zealand Australia Italy, uh, France, there's all these different places, India, even Ukraine, yeah, England, Russia. Yeah, there's, really on my heart. Mm-hmm. There's so England. many countries 
And South Africa and England were on my heart today. The Lord's like, you yeah. need to forgive their sins. The, yeah. the sorceries of Laban coming out of the warlocks of the Klippeth of England and South Africa is just on a different <coughs> level. It's just the most Ooh, insane thing. Yeah. Just forgive all that garbage. <coughs> and, uh, bang, <coughs> loose. I'm allergic. Yeah. <coughs> Whack. <laughs> <coughs> Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> I forgive their sins. Yeah, Bang. I forgive their sins. I'm telling you guys, I'm allergic. The right side in the center. The three strands, male, female, and the only God, and his name is Jesus Christ. In the Bang. flesh. Bam. Okay, with the South Africa. Let's hit it with the stick. Oh. I think this is this, a nice this prophecy. Is Kenya. It's nice. It's, but this it's north, a, kind but of north, Kenya. Northeast Africa. But, Bam. Here's the prophecy because um, our apostle Shadrach, God is raising him up as king of Africa. So it is part of that, that kingship true. mantle. Amen. Yep. Which is fun. The crusade first day today. Awesome. If you guys are watching, it's on YouTube Ooh. and Facebook. Angels. Yeah, they like it. Yeah, it's wild, man. And that's really good for you to really get a, a mm -hmm. taste and a flavor of that Kenyan Christian mm -hmm. Pentecostal, charismatic, yes. glory stream, flavor. And ask yourself if it's not really your style, if you don't really like it, but only secretly because you've never told yeah, anyone that publicly. Uh, just ask yourself this question. Any, This is not just about any one thing, but anything in general. If the holy angels that are here tonight yeah. love it, they like it. What, what is it in you that might not like it? You gotta gotta test that. They're like, American okay, demons. how is it that the holy angels like it, but I'm not into it? That's a problem. That's not. You want to agree with the angels and not agree with the clay? Yeah. Amen. In Amen. every area, that's what true repentance is, because you have to go through all the holy angels mm -hmm. as you rise. The angels are what separate mm -hmm. man from God. One third <laughs> bad, two thirds good. Yeah. So you have to go through the two thirds good. To get back to God, as it's mm -hmm. written, ministering spirits yeah. sent to help you inherit salvation. What's the salvation? Mm -hmm. Going through the angels to God, it is written. Amen. It's crazy you're talking about South Africa, because that came up so much the last couple of weeks. South Africa, South Africa, South Africa. So, amen. Praise God for what he's doing in Heavenly South Africa. Heavenly Jerusalem is simply being with the holy angels mm -hmm. inside the circle of their protocol, which Ooh. is called Heavenly Jerusalem. Right. Heavenly Jerusalem, Zion, the city of innumerable angels, Ooh. Hebrews calls it. That's scripture mm -hmm. which means it's a perimeter of angelic word and deed and if you stay in the angelic word and deed of the holy angels you'll be inside the gates of heavenly jerusalem all the time but if your words and deeds are not aligned with holy angels you're outside the city gates with the dogs sorcerers mm -hmm. practitioners of magic arts the sexually immoral the cowards and those who love living a lie it is written mm -hmm. truth and yeah Man, this is amazing. Glory. That is one of the biggest keys of revelation I've ever received from God. The what I just told you. And it's so important. So you know how to stay inside the walls of heavenly Jerusalem. And when you're inside the walls, guess what? You're surrounded with like myriads of myriads. The Bible says innumerable myriads of angels. Your protection is so secure, it's comical. Your blessing is so severe, mm -hmm. it's comical. You'll rejoice exceedingly. The issue is getting your words and deeds mm -hmm. inside holy right. angel boundaries. Right. If you're outside those boundary stones, you have very little protection. You only have your guardian angels, and you're just a total mess. Repent and live within her walls. Mother Jerusalem. Amen. Amen. That's powerful. Yeah, you're... Um... 
temptations to leave. You might think, oh yeah, yes, stay inside. So you go to Joel's bar, you're like, yes, stay inside the walls, stay in Angela protocol. But then it's like someone of the opposite sex is trying to message you a messenger like, oh, well, I feel bad and I'm just gonna, I don't know, it's just fine. Like, I'm the exception. False love is the curse then, of the fall. That'll get you out. And then you have your neighbor come in with all those little Sims, those fallen Sims bubble conversation <laughs> items that it's actually the Clippeth talking to you. But you're like, Worthless oh, it's just an words. old lady. It's just a nice neighbor lady. She's just complaining about the weather. Everyone complains about the weather. Or like everyone does. It's just, it's it's just American it's culture. It's all temptations. American Clippeth culture. Hello. It's a demon culture. But when you obey the angels and the angelic word and deed, your interaction, mm-hmm. even with yourself, how you carry yourself and others, becomes like a disciple. Mm-hmm. Isn't that funny? He requires us to be disciples. What are we disciplined in? To stay inside the circle mm-hmm. Of Jerusalem's angelic mm-hmm. protocol, heavenly Jerusalem, yes. Zion. Resist, resist the clippeth. Resist the people pleasing demon. That you know the reason why they want to be no fake accusers. nice to you is because they want to abuse your grace. So that's if you notice if you have an issue with something and the people are just they don't really fix it. They're just kind of fake nice. Everyone around is fake nice. You need something fixed. It's fake nice. You go to a business, it's fake nice, and then they just totally screw you over and take advantage of the, oh, it's just a nice Christian person. That's why it's not always to your advantage just to be nice to everyone. Why did you see, you know, with Abraham and Isaac, and you talk about Moses, they weren't just, oh, happy, clappy, nice people. They were some of the most terrifying, threatening, kind of, you know, very stern, very strict. Like people would be Mm -hmm. trembling, afraid to even come up and walk up and talk to Moses. And I'm not saying that you have to be like that all the time. It's just like, are you just such a happy, nice, run me over? Uh, I'm a pun- I'm a Christian punching bag. You could beat up my business. You know, don't be like that. Don't let people just beat up your business because you're a nice guy. You're a yeah. nice Christian guy. You're a nice Christian woman. God's nothing like that. No, he's a shrewd businessman. It's better for you to be cold and professional with people who are in clippeth activity. You're in a perverse generation. Why is this serpents gentle as doves? Don't just go out there expecting sure everyone the to be like, of serpents. oh, if I'm just so nice to them, they'll receive my gospel. And then we'll all just be friends and hold hands and Half sing kumbaya. And they can come to Joel's bar. these people societies that are using yeah. you as animal sacrifices. Yeah. Truth in you, they just want to steal everything you got. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, when they're really trained in sorcery, and six million in first world nations are mm-hmm. trained professional sorcerers, mm-hmm. light stealers. Yep. So they steal the believer's light and harness it mm-hmm. for the power and the will of Satan mm-hmm. in the tenth week of his bone throne. Ooh. And the bone throne is all the people he's been able to suck dry and steal their light in the mm-hmm. eternal life of their souls and eternal damnation. So it's a very serious situation. Mm -hmm. Don't allow them to steal your light anymore through Mm -hmm. sin, transgression, iniquity. The greatest deception in Isaiah is the false love. Mm -hmm. The fake Christian niceness of just the soul garbage when the spirit's not even active nor awake. Mm -hmm. Your spirit needs to eat the word until your spirit can stand up on the inside of the body and speak Torah without leprosy, which is Mm -hmm. no sinning of the mouth. And true wisdom Mm -hmm. comes forth from your spirit awakened from eating the word of God. Mm -hmm. So when you speak and open your mouth, you'll know Mm -hmm. how to deal with all the animals of the garden, which is perfect love. 
when you bring forth the word of God, correction, the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. sent forth to convict of sin, righteousness, and judgment. So three things come forth mm-hmm. when you're around people that don't obey Zion's glory. Mm-hmm. You correct sin, you convict sin, you uh, bring righteousness and coming judgment. So that's the protocol of the spirit word, the rhema word of God, the living word of God, when it comes out of you. If other things are coming out of you, you're killing your own soul by speaking mm-hmm. words that are not from the Father. Mm-hmm. None of Samuel's words fell to the ground. What does that mean? He only spoke Torah, which is not hard. It's just don't speak dead words through the influence of demons. Mm-hmm. And you can only do that if you're engaging in Scripture and filling your spirit, your innermost being, with God's Word, with Scripture. Mm-hmm. Then out of your heart will flow rivers of Scripture, rivers of living, creative, mm-hmm. powerful words that can heal situations. But it heals situations like Moses, and it's not healing situations like just nice Christians. He's not mm-hmm. coming in Christian niceness. Mm-mm. He's coming like a roaring lion. Second coming is lion. First coming was lamb. Lion is so different than lamb that most of these Christians that have Jesus teddy bears around their beds and their dens and their houses and couches, they can't even handle 1% of Jesus in his lion form. If you don't receive him as lion in this generation, you'll become his enemies. That's the form he comes in. Truth anyhow. And it doesn't mean you become jerks. It it means you become lions. Amen? Right. You become lions. That's the lion nature of Jesus Christ that we need more than anything else. And the lion nature was his Uriel, Mm -hmm. which is an angelic nature of protocol, action, word, and Mm -hmm. deed of how to be in heavenly Jerusalem towards the city of Babylon surrounding your perimeter right now. Amen. Amen. The power of Uriel is that he encompasses the qualities of uh, Raphael, Michael, and Gabriel. And so there's that anything you need to be in that moment. So remember, this isn't witchcraft. This isn't black and white witchcraft, which means, oh, do I be nice? Nice or mean? Should I be nice? Should I be mean? It doesn't really matter. It it's whatever in that moment it's in that Shekinah. situation accomplishes the word of God and the will of God. That's it. It's I'm going to be whatever I need to be. You might need to be in hail. that moment. Yeah, yeah. In that moment, <laughs> in that moment to accomplish the will of God. So if it's I'm a nice, nice neighbor. There's some people when they see the glory or they see something and they they're lit up. And we'll smile, we'll say nice things to them, say Be a hi. hurricane of seraphim fire. And they just light up with the glory. <laughs> and they light up, and they just, they're touched by God. They're touched by the holy angels. And you see it on the face. And Be the weather system of their yeah. soul's atmosphere of the high heavens. But if here they come a clip of thing with a little palm tree to try and curse God. Don't be from Florida, below, just underwater nice atmosphere. Create the above atmosphere. That's what the word does. It created the heavens and the earth. Amen. Yeah, we curse that demon of Christian niceness. Bam. We curse that demon of American culture limitations. We curse false love. We curse that Loose. false love. Into hell. Curse your human niceness, your wicked abomination of human niceness. Oh, it's so nice. Oh my gosh, your kids. Oh. Wisdom is a two edged sword. 
<laughs> so how old are the no kids hypocrisy. now? We went to Target. Oh, we're just going to go with the kids and it'll just be a great time. And I know and Julie will be there and everyone will have a great time. And oh, yeah, the lattes are so good. And then just that's it's a demon. It's a demon. It's a demon. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Enjoy. Go on a fun Target run with the kids. Go, go, get, go get your latte. But do righteousness, right? There's nothing in this world that means anything without righteousness. In fact, the very forms of the things that are supposed to be blessings in this world turn into idolatry and curses if you're lacking true. righteousness. And that's true, the true, issue. True. It's not about nice. It's not about mean. It's not about... Well, we don't go to Starbucks, and so we go to Starbucks. It's, it's not about serving I'm God American, in your I'm whole Texan, temple, I'm Minnesotan. With your whole heart and mind and bones. Mm -hmm. I'm European. You ruling know? this world as true keepers of mm -hmm. the light instead of the warlocks. Mm -hmm. So enjoy the forms. The whole formation of Yetzirah, the world of formation, is to create nice things in Asaya in the world of God, the world that God created, Asaya. This is a great world. This world of Asaya that a lot of people are just trying to escape. You do need yeah. to go up. But your body should remain here. Yeah, and it's a blessing. It's, a, it's supposed to be having fun with God in the garden, having fun with the Holy Ghost. What Do you guys remember the prophetic dream that I shared, the, that dream of prophecy, pure prophecy of the sons of God learning righteousness in that kind of fun arcade setting coming out from the old kind of prophetic camps from the 80s that are just clippeth material at this point. It's just rehashing the same thing over doing the same thing. God never does a new thing. You know, what are you trying to run away from? The world of the natural realm that people are trying to run Remember away from talks is on. what... God is doing a new thing in your life. Yeah, he's doing a new thing right. through Jesus Christ. And that was the issue in the vision was that the people, we called them the old crusties from, you know, they just wanted to hang under the crusty clippeth. You know, it's like the the, the chum bucket and, uh, <laughs> and plankton Human over there. Human tradition. Yeah. Garbage. Let it burn in hell. A new thing. So with the new thing, it's about transforming the natural dimension. That's it. It's not about running away from it. It's about, yes, there has to be, initially when you're on this walk, it's separate. It feels like a separation at first because if you're attached to the external realm in idolatry, in sensual pleasures, and the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life, and all the me, 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 it has to be a separation. So there's an incision, a cut, and a separation. That's circumcision. That's totally a normal part of the walk. Mm. And you go to Christ within you. So in that sense, it feels like you're escaping the world, escaping the sin. You're escaping Sodom and Gomorrah. Hello, that's the uncircumcision. Yeah. So, so then it kind of, it, that's why people, sometimes we're slow to kind of catch on to these things. You cut and you separate from the idolatry and from the sinful nature and from the world of the clippeth to go and realize Christ within you, the hope of realizing the glory, which according to Gian Guyon and Teresa of Avila, you must first realize Christ inside you. You must first, they said, seek him with the powers of your soul. So you go in the interior castle journey so that you can understand and know God within you, him living in you. Then once all the soul powers, which is, you know, your Ruah, your Nefesh and your Ruah are getting cleansed, then with the powers of your soul, you can seek God in the heavens. And that's how it works. So then when it comes back, like, oh, I thought it was escaping the natural realm. I already, 
unfollowed everyone else on YouTube and Instagram and all that kind of smut and stuff, you know. I already, you know, don't watch porn anymore. I already uh, stopped obsessing over watching political news every night. I've got to catch the Fox News, got to catch the CNN, got to, you know, see what they're doing. You know, Moses came out of Egypt and then God sent him back once he was clean. When he was clean. Yep, so it's about transformation of the natural realm because this natural realm is supposed to be for God and his people, his sons, his sons, his daughters to enjoy it together. So if there's idolatry, that means you're not enjoying the natural realm with God. You're enjoying it with yeah. your own self as your own God. The demons. And the demons. Union with demons. So it's not about, well, should I have money or no money? Or what about poverty? I just need to come out of poverty. Well, I'm just trying to come out of poverty. Are you growing closer to God? He is the Amen. one with the, the riches, with the, the power, the glory. And from that place he of relationship with him, you. you're going to be able to make the right decisions. You're going to be able to walk in his way. And you're going to be able to discern true teaching from false teaching. And you're going to be able to discern when people walk up to you, what source are they speaking out of? And then you can know that you're not just speaking to a human. You're speaking to the person and their source. Right? When you speak to us, you're not just speaking to us. You're speaking to us and our source. Mm-hmm. You're, you can never deal with uh, Brandon Barthrop or Rebecca Barthrop without dealing with yad Vavhe himself. These are his vessels. He's our source. And the greater he is of your source, the more you're dealing with God and not man. Right? Did it come from God or did it come from man? What's the source? One is God Almighty. The other is the demonic, no matter how harmless it seems. So that's why... Even if what you're saying is technically correct, I was just quoting what you said at Joel's bar. I was just, that's what I saw, I wrote down from the master class. If you're speaking out of a demonic source, you will still be rebuked because it's about cutting that thing. It's not about if you're technically correct. Yeah, like putting the word in your foreskin. No, Mm -hmm. circumcise that. Yeah, so the problem is if there's a demon sitting there and you're speaking with them as your source, no matter how accurate you speak, you will be rebuked because it's a demon. Does that make sense? A demon, if it's speaking out of the source of God, then it's true. Even if you fumble around with the little details like you didn't... Oh, Strong's H4311. Oh, it was 410. Oh, you know. You weren't technically scholarly accurate, but if Jesus Christ was your source when you said it, even if you fumbled over it a little bit, it still understood spirit to spirit. Oh, that's okay, you know, sister, I know what you were talking about. As you were speaking, the Holy Spirit brought me into the vision of it and explained this to me. We're in one mind, one spirit. We are speaking the same kingdom language, which is a visionating language. It's a yep. language of sapphire Every stone. Every word's a vision in Hebrew. And that's why when we're, we go into those realms, we're in the same page. We're on the same sapphire stones. And that refinement and those areas where we don't really see the same can come through as we sacrifice more of me and you on the altar. And that's it. And that's how it works. So Jesus sowed seed, and then an enemy sowed seed right afterwards. What's the difference between the two seed lines of the foul birds, which are one-third of the stars that fell from heaven, 
versus the bright morning star, Revelation 22. So they're both star seeds, right? Read the Bible. One-third stars fell. Jesus Christ, I am the bright morning star, Revelation mm-hmm. 22. So both seed lines of heaven and hell are star seeds. Because mm-hmm. that's the only source of light in this universe. Wake up. Mm-hmm. The issue is when the foul birds sow star seed and Jesus Christ sows his star seed, when it hits your spirit, is it the crucified one? The only thing that separates the two seed lines of heaven and hell is the cross, the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world. And it's both sapphire and wood, which means it's both humility and omnipotence. And every time that true seed of Jesus Christ, bright morning star, goes in, it is a jealous, consuming fire, doesn't allow those other stars. It can't be no other God in there. Gods are all stars, aren't they? Yep, if you read the Bible, all the gods of the Bible are stars, but God himself is the bright morning star. No demon, no other God, no fallen angel. I don't care their mm-hmm. rank or rank or whatever in the principalities mm-hmm. of the but mm-hmm. None of them are God. They're created creatures. All of them are created. And they all are just a bunch of wannabes that want to be God. And mm-hmm. they dupe a lot of people because the foul birds sow star seed. Angels of light that deceive or stars that deceive. Mm-hmm. So we're so paranoid about stars and we think it's all sorcery. Well, bright morning star, you better not throw out the baby with the bathwater. Otherwise, you have no salvation, no light in you. Which is why we get so deep into religion. Because now we're like against all the stars. And now there's like no light in you at all and you're just the walking dead like a corpse with no joy and just rancid and poisonous all the time. You have to let the light of Jesus in. You have to let the bright morning star seed into your spirit to grow in light. You're the children of light. Walk in the light and then walk the path of the bright morning star. He ascended on high. Amen. You know what that means? Let your star seed of the bright morning star get brighter. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Amen. Yeah, hide it under a bushel. No. That inner shine and that outer glow. It glows through the clay and it shines through the spirit. And the spirit is the lamp of the body, it is written. So if your spirit, if your eye be single and your body be full of light, what kind of light is that? The light that's Mm -hmm. true light, that's Jesus Christ, his word. And that word is both wood with the blood, the water, and the spirit of the Messiah, Jesus Christ in it, and sapphire, which means it can grow you up. Seeds grow up, don't they? Aren't you glad? You don't have to be stuck with just seed, but you can actually grow the seed up into a sprout, a tender shoot. Mm. Guess where you go from the woods, the wood sapphire seed? Right up into the moon and sun and stars, like Revelation 12.1. There's the bride of Christ standing on the moon, clothed in the sun, wearing a tiara of 12 stars. Guess who that is? You, the overcomers of the satanic star seed, which is every other word that's not Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Don't hide it under that bushel of iniquity, bushels of transgressions. Some of you, you haven't seen the light of your own spirit realize the glory. 
the Spirit of God or even your own spirit in your vessel. It might be a small little baby light. But if it's covered in transgressions and iniquities, you're not really going to see that light. You know, where's my light? You know, was my light taken? What if I don't have, you know? What did you sell your light for? Ask yourself that. What did I sell my light for? It always, it's, it's a cost. People talk about selling your soul. Your ability to reflect the light of God. Yep. So, there's a... There's a um, At what contract. price will the light of Jesus be taken out of you for sin, transgression, iniquity? For the pleasures can, of sin, for a bowl be, of soup. Can you be bought? For a bowl of soup, basically. Truth anyhow. And if you can't be bought anymore and you're faithful to the bright morning star, mm -hmm. you'll just keep growing in glory and you end up conquering the whole world. Yep. Welcome to Joel's army. Amen. Yeah, so let that light grow and put the Bible in your eyes and ears. And if there's something in you that you're like, oh man, I think I really did lose some of my light because I sold it for sin. The light, that's your inheritance. So just repent and ask the Lord Jesus for forgiveness. For those of you who are truly repentant, let your sins be forgiven. And let that light be restored to you. Any of that light that you lost. Do you remember a time walking with God where it was like overflowing trust? Maybe it was just the day you were born again. You felt something. You saw the light. Like, I saw the light. You know the song they sing, salvation songs? I saw the light. I saw the light. You know, but what happened to the light? Why is it darkness and sadness and gloom and depression and hopelessness and, oh, I just don't know if I'm going to make it? That doesn't sound like you. Do you remember? If you talk to you, do you remember the very day you were saved and tears streaming down your face? Hallelujah, the joy of the Lord, your salvation. You knew that you were made clean. Do you remember how that felt? You're getting re-saved today, it feels like. <laughs> if you could just talk to yourself right now, that you on the day of your salvation, and let you from then see the condition you're in now, mm. what would you have to say to yourself? So... Be restored to your first love. You see, get your little sand lot together, buckwheat. Yeah, get your sand lot together, buckwheat. And have fun. <laughs> have fun with the Holy Ghost. Amen. It, it might be time to get up off of the floor, your prayer floor. It used to be prayer closet. Now it's just floor, face on the floor, sobbing. It might be time You're just done to... being a rebellious youth. Yeah. Going to put on the garments of righteousness. Yes. And join the military structure of the holy angels and kick some major butt. Amen. Amen. And you're going to have a good time doing it, too. Oh, it's fun. No more moping around. Just put that in the comments. No more moping around. Amen. Time to have fun mm -hmm. in heavenly Jerusalem. Yes. Have fun while you conquered and, and be mm. refreshed along the way. Times of refreshment. Mm. Times of great glory. Times of bright hope and a bright future. With a bright light of Christ shining on the inside of you, a pure and spotless mirror, a pure and spotless soul, a pure and spotless bride to reflect his glory and you will shine like the stars in the firmament. You will shine like the light of righteousness in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Bless you guys. If you want to support our missions to New York City, give an offering, click the links in the description. We're raising support by the millions, 
What we need for this vision is many, many, many millions for even the next couple years. So partner with this vision, this teaching, this ministry, RLM Global, the understanding of how the harvest comes in. When they come into Jerusalem, they come inside the protocol of the angels. Get the whole picture and how the whole system of Christianity as you know it is shifting into the kingdom of the Messiah of the angels. And let that be the standard of all Christianity in the entire world. And let the thief no longer break in and steal. And let the wicked no longer prosper. But let them be convicted and washed. God takes no joy in the killing of the wicked, it is written. But he loves killing the sin, the transgression, and the iniquity with floods of glory. He takes joy in that. He takes joy in the wrath of the Lamb, which is the application of the blood, spirit, Water and Word, Torah, Oral Tradition of Jesus Christ, the Kabbalah Rungs of Jesus Christ, obliterating all the works of the devil that pretend to be God in the world. He enjoys that big time. That'll make him laugh like roaring thunder. Amen. He's going to laugh like roaring thunder in the victories of his mighty champions in these days. And you are invited to join us in Red Letter Ministries, RLM Global, participate in any way the holy angels tell you to. Amen. And just get around the Holy Ghost and get the Holy Ghost inside you. Get into the Word. Begin obeying the apostolic instructions that we've already laid down for all of you in the feast table of the wisdom of the ages that we've already put out for you in hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of videos that have the wisdom of the ages in it. And let that circumcise all the foolishness of the ages, all the madness of the ages, out of your spirit, soul, mind, and body, that you may dwell in the fullness of the Shekinah glory with the holy angels sealed inside Jerusalem's walls today and every other day in your future, starting now. Amen. We will see you guys next Thursday. Have a great break. Watch the crusade. We're going to be releasing videos and having them uploaded on YouTube, so stay in tune for that. Also, watch the crusade in Nairobi. Participate online. He's going to be doing all kinds of stuff from Arlem, Africa, and he'd love to have you participate. We bless you guys in the name of Jesus Christ. We'll see you in a much greater glory next week. Amen. Amen. <laughs>
Thank you. 